From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, I'm Monique Aiken, and this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, October 21st. Today, I'm joined live and in person by Impact Alpha's David Bank and our friend Rodney Foxworth, CEO of Common Future from SoCap22 in San Francisco. But first, here's what you need to know from the week in Impact Investing. To ESG or not to ESG? The three-letter acronym has become a political football. But despite the politics, what is clear is that a corporation's environmental, social, and governance risks and impacts are material. Former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan is telling CEOs to avoid the term in case Republicans take over one or both houses of Congress next month. But former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, now with Bain Capital Double Impact, told Impact Alpha that investors should lean in to impact because that is where the growth is coming from. And what about EESG? In a guest post, Margot Brandenburg, Bob Eccles, and Leo Strine argue for double ESG to recognize that employees, workers, are the most important people in capitalism. The Rockefeller Foundation is making climate change central to everything it does. Global warming by three degrees Celsius would wipe out all of the work they have accomplished over the last few decades, said Rockefeller Foundation President Raj Shah. The foundation, created by oil magnate John D. Rockefeller, committed to divesting from fossil fuels two years ago. Impact Alpha's Amy Cortese has a Q&A with Rockefeller's Thomas Velazquez up on impactalpha.com. The effort to diversify the field of asset management got a boost from the Securities and Exchange Commission. The SEC released guidance that investment advisors can consider diversity, equity, inclusion, or DEI in recommending asset managers to clients. The SEC's Asset Management Advisory Committee last year highlighted the lack of diversity in that industry. And New Forest secured $200 million from development finance institutions to conserve Africa's forests. Nearly 10 million acres of forests in Africa, one of the Earth's most important carbon sinks, are disappearing each year. British International Investment, Norfund, and FinFund are investors in New Forest's African Forestry Impact Platform. Development finance institutions can do much more in the wake of cascading climate and energy crises, says the Natural Resources Defense Council and other organizations. They are urging the World Bank to shift the billions of dollars it invests in fossil fuel projects to climate mitigation and adaptation. Hi, David. Hi, Rodney. Welcome to the podcast. Nice to have you back. Yeah, great to be back. I'm so delighted to be here at SoCap with both of you. It's kind of like SoCap royalty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've certainly been around in a couple of plenaries for sure, but um, it's so great to have you with us, Rodney. I know that you and the team I spend a lot of time thinking about how to make this happen this year and, and you know, coming together is, again after so many years apart. How has it been for you? It's been great. And obviously, you've been an integral member of that team, by the way. So <laughs> don't let uh, Monique make it seem as though she has been an important piece of all of this. But it's been great to be back in person with everyone. You know, I joined the SOCAP community back in 2015. And so not being able to convene over the last couple of years has been um, a major you know, detriment to me personally. And so it's been great to be able to reconnect with so many wonderful people, including the two of you, of course. Just to catch the listeners up, uh, uh, Common Future uh, is now an investor in SoCal. That's right. Yeah. So we became an investor back in July or so of this year. 
and I recently joined the board as well, David. And I was interested when we wrote you wrote up the, the news of that deal, you were saying that you really wanted to see if you could uh, push SOCAP, I think, in some new directions and kind of interrogate, I think was your word, um, impact investing. Um, is it really uh, all that transformational after all? Mm. Yeah, and I would say to that, you know, one of the things I keep thinking about and has been very apparent, even at this SOCAP, and thanks because, you know, and large part to the partnership with Make Justice Normal and Monique and others to really have a, a real conversation around what inclusion and equity looks like in the impact investing space. Um, that's always been a longstanding conversation, David. I feel like we keep coming back to that conversation every single year, every single day. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I've always been a loving critic of SOCAP. Um, and by extension, impact investing in general. You know, SOCAP is this wonderful platform for the impact investing community. And so I keep thinking about what does impact investing really mean for those who are most impacted by economic and racial injustice? You know, we talk about doing well by doing good. What does that mean for people who are actually impacted by all these injustices? Yeah, yeah. Monique, I know you've been involved really heavily in actually um, uh, planning this SOCAP that we're sitting at right now. and. Um, just what 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 what's your thoughts now as we're round, wrapping up? I think it felt different. I think it felt cathartic in a way to be together mm -hmm. again. And uh, it's kind of weird. I'm not used to being in public anymore with people, <laughs> um, but also important to be with people this year. And this is why we were willing to do it. Is this a moment that we can change a trajectory of something of someone's life, of our sector, of this, of the way that we're going as a world? Like, how do we get to the urgency and maybe coming together right now? can like physics, you know, it acts on us. We move differently in a different direction and hopefully faster. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, David, we were talking about this a little bit ago, the world in which we're living in um, and the way that the world will be uh, moving forward is quite different than when I entered the SOCAP community back in 2015. And I think that's a context that impact investing has to really be aware of. So all of us need to be aware of that in this quote unquote, post COVID world that we're living through. Um, obviously in the US in particular, um, based on the work that we do and so many of the folks in the US are working on the, the political environment, the cultural environment. Um, what does that mean for impact investing? What can impact investors actually be able to do to help shape a more productive conversation and that is really centered around equity and inclusion that really is about power and control as we're seeing so many communities losing even more access and rights um than even previously and so what is the role for impact investors in that in this world i think it's so important because i think it's always confounded me is whether impact investing really can be a like a popular movement to change the trajectory as you said uh monique uh, of the economy or whether it's kind of this you know, you know just a, the next wealth management strategy or something and um i think there's kind of always been a little schizophrenia in the field about that uh, and you see that so cap itself actually right there's multiple tents um you know SOCAP is, is a large tent and within it, there's so many different perspectives and opinions and obviously lived experiences. And certainly I come from a perspective of impact investing really needs to be about, if we're talking about transformation, then it really needs to be about asserting more power and control, more access to communities and individuals that have constantly been excluded purposefully by our economy. And that's not always the conversation that we're having. And um, and I appreciate the depth and diversity of the impact investing community, certainly the platform of SOCAP itself. But that's where I'm 
concerned about, right? You know, this question of can you do well by doing good? Well, who's actually benefiting by, from that, right? Who, you know, who's actually benefiting from the investments? What's the return of investment? Who does it go to, right? And so those are all the kind of questions, um, and particularly when I think about the power that is held in spaces like SOCAP and the impact investing community at large, what does that mean to be more disruptive, to share that power? Um, those are the kind of conversations I'm most interested in, David, Monique. That's where I sort of sit with things. Again, acknowledging that there's so many different perspectives, um, but that's where, especially in this moment where we're losing political rights, <laughs> uh, we're losing economic rights, you know, reproductive rights. There's so many things that are happening that I really want impact in, the impact investing community, impact investors at large to really see and assess their own power and how they can use it in this moment. There's a, another aspect that we, we talked about, like um, we're coming up on a national election in a few weeks, and it's kind of almost been, I don't know, unspoken here at SoCap in a strange in a strange way. And it's often, I think, the impact investing world kind of keeps itself a little bit apart. I always am struck that there are so many, though, solutions, um, access to capital for, for, for small businesses, for, for emerging uh, uh, fund managers who are going to get capital to small businesses and, and, and uh and different kinds of solutions that those kinds of things actually should be kind of a popular uh, platform. I mean, there's, you know, that's something actually folks could get behind. It's not exactly a radical notion to like seed small businesses so that they can create jobs and, and deliver services. Well, that's one of the reasons why we made democracy one of the themes this year, because it's not usually on this agenda, but we need policy too. you know, to get the system to move, you need all the levers for change, including, um, you know, access to voting, democracy, you know, greater inclusion um, in the you know the franchise wherever you are in the world and so we wanted to put that here in a in a way the opening networking session was called saving democracy we that's not a conversation usually had here but we wanted to see how can we move it in for those who are not conscious that that's an important part of how systems change will occur yeah that was super welcome to see monique tell us a few other uh, highlights that you were you were sort of in the behind the scenes <laughs> uh, pulling the strings here what what did you take away we wanted to have a little more interactivity along the way, and hopefully people felt it in their bodies a little bit. This idea of, um, you know, voting with your feet, standing up at times and, and saying something sort of in a public way was important. Um, and also conversations like that was led by Inside Circle. It's a, you get to change by changing yourself first, changing your idea. You have to have a new narrative in your mind that it's possible to make change. And if we're doing things the same as we did it in 2019, we're doing it wrong. That's it, bottom line. So how can we be different tomorrow. We had a, a, an item in the brief uh, uh, this week that talked about how transactional, kind of in a good way, uh, SOCAP has become. I mean, I think in the, in the old days, um, it there was a lot of aspiration. Now it seems like there's deals being done, including by you, Rodney, <laughs> you think, right? Yeah, I think so much of this has been, <clears throat> there's, there's, as I said earlier, SOCAP is such a diverse platform. You know, everything that Monique was pointing to in terms of the conversations that are so important, so aspirational, to your point, David. And there's real opportunity for actual deals to happen, partnerships to be built. Uh, I certainly prioritize a lot of my time at SOCAP this time around exactly that. You know, meeting with individuals and institutions that Common Future feels alignment with and seeing if there's opportunities for us to work collaboratively and, you know, potentially do some co-investment and work together moving forward. I think that's a real important piece of this as well. You know, we have to hold both the aspirational and also the practical. Right. There's so many brilliant, wonderful people that are 
aligned in so many different ways within the SOCAP community that we want to be able to make sure there's opportunity for you to broker and develop relationships and actually advance your agenda, your collective agendas. And so that's something that I've been really excited about this past week. And I, quite frankly, I've done more of it <laughs> this week than I have in, in years past. But I think part of that, David, is to your, your earlier point about this world that we're living in, we have to have so much urgency. Mm -hmm. So we have to have urgency and aspirational side of things. But at the same time, SOCAP, at least for me this, uh, this, this year, has been a really wonderful opportunity to broker, develop partnerships urgently so that I can move forward things that are priorities at Common Future. And I'm certain that many other people have felt the same way. I, I saw the quote in Impact Alpha um, that this was you know, an observation that there have been more deals being made at SOCAP this year than in any year prior. I mean, I guess ultimately the proof is in the pudding. Communities and these solutions need to be scaled up. We need the dollars to flow. And the point is to um, flow those dollars more thoughtfully to those solutions, the people who are delivering them as fast as possible because the scale of the urgency of the crisis are, are real and they're present. Well, you know, Impact Alpha uh, has its own roots in SOCAP uh, way back and uh, kind of in some sense comes out of this community and in some sense kind of tries to serve this community as well. And um, uh, and part of that is the connections with uh, folks like you, Monique and, 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 and Rodney. So uh, it's been delightful to to be here with you uh, uh, on, on our podcast, Monique. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming again. <laughs> Always, love to do it. Always good to have you. And that's going to do it for this week's Impact Briefing. Thanks to Rodney, David, and our producer, Isaac Silk. Ready to try Impact Alpha? Sign up for Impact Alpha Open, free of charge, directly at impactalpha.com. Want to go deeper? Grab a subscription and get full access to the site, Agents of Impact Calls, and the daily email brief. Just go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and choose an annual subscription. Thank you for listening. I'm Monique Aiken, Managing Director for TIP, the Investment Integration Project. Make sure to check back for next week's briefing. And until then, take care.